Welcome to Harvest Christian Fellowship Wednesday night deep dive. We appreciate you being here. We had a little bit of uh, trouble with the sound. It's all Elizabeth's fault, but now Bob fixed it and we are good and we are live. We appreciate you being here tonight. We appreciate you if you're online, if you're joining us tonight or tomorrow or the next night. Uh, we really, really appreciate your faithfulness in these classes. So, um, tonight, let's, um, I want you to go to two very, it should be by now, familiar places in your Bible, because we're going to read it, because we're going to let it speak to us. I want you to go to Deuteronomy 29 and Mark chapter number 4, and I'm going to pray while you guys are finding that. Deuteronomy 29 and Mark chapter number 4. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this great night. Thank you for Wednesday night deep dive. Thank you for this church. Thank you, Lord God, for everybody that's here and everybody that's online um, uh, tuning in with us here. And Lord, help me to teach this and help us to receive it in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen and amen, and amen. So, um, uh, just a, a, a quick announcement here. Now, next week, we're going to continue um, uh, talking about the citizens of the kingdom, but we're going to subtitle for several weeks. Pastor Brent's going to be teaching uh, on healing. And what did you, do you remember what you... Kingdom Principles of Healing. So it's going to be still talking about uh, uh, our citizenship in the kingdom, but he's going to be doing that uh, uh, just kind of a branch off. It's going to be really, really phenomenal. We're going to start that next week. So tonight, as we dig deeper into the topic of a citizen of the kingdom, uh, there's a study, that, a topic that we, we don't want to miss addressing, and, that's, and keep, keep in mind this whole uh, series is about the fact that we do not belong to a religion, amen? amen? We belong to a kingdom. That's what Jesus came to restore. He didn't come to create a religion. He came to restore a kingdom. So tonight's topic is about the book that was written to the citizens of the kingdom. I want to talk about this book tonight. Books are a very, very important part of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, just, just to name a few, if, if you study about uh, the books that make up the kingdom of heaven, there's the Lamb's Book of Life. There's the book of the living, the book of remembrance, the book of tears, the book of rewards. So recording things in books is part of what the kingdom of heaven is all about. So we would be uh, amiss not to study the book that was written for the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. So the, um, the Bible, we call it the Bible. The Bible is not a book about the earth system, has, has nothing to do with that, except as a, a historical book to tell us what happened to the earth system. The Bible is not a book concerning a religion that will make God be pleased with us. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible is a book written to the citizens of the kingdom so that we can operate in the different realm that we are transferred to 
when we are born again. So now, now watch this. It's very important. These secret things, the, the only thing, the, the natural world, those that are not aware of salvation, the, the only thing that the Bible is good for to them is to lead them to Christ. Amen? Uh, that's, they see the Bible as a book of religion, and that's okay because religion is designed to, to lead us to Christ. It's probably God calling, and we missed the call there. So, so um, here's here's my point in that is um, to the world that does not have the Holy Spirit, who is not aware of the salvation of Christ, um, who has not been transferred into the kingdom of heaven. The things in this book that we know and we learn, the Bible says it's secret information. It's information that they're not aware of. And and these secret things, they're not revealed to the natural world. They are reserved for those who are in the kingdom. Now, there's... there's it, these statements make a lot of people angry. You know, you're talking about us and them like we're too set. Well, we are. Uh, some people are still in this lost world. Other people have been transferred out of that lost world and into the kingdom of heaven, you see? And um, here, here is the exciting thing about this. Once we are under Christ, once we are born again. See, we were first born into a lost world, so we have to be born again into a different realm, the kingdom of heaven. And, and here's what we find. Deuteronomy 29, verse number 29, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our sons forever that we may observe all the words of this law or this book. So what he's saying here is all these things, all these things are hidden from the world and they belong to God. But when they are revealed to us, then they belong to us, okay? Now, um, uh, I told you to, to go to two places. I want you to go over to Mark chapter number four. Mark chapter number four. And, and listen to what Jesus said here. Jesus is teaching in parables, and that's what the, the natural world, that they think that's what this book is. Just a book of stories, a book of parables. Um, they, they will tell you, oh, it's a great book. It's got really, really good stories in it. But they don't believe that it's a speaking word of, of God, you see. So Jesus is teaching in parables. 
and his disciples come to him afterward and, and they say to him, explain this, okay? So now watch this. Um, in fact, look at um, Mark 4, verse number 10. As soon as Jesus was alone, his followers, along with the 12, began asking him about the parables. Now listen to what he said. And he was saying to them, to you has been given the mystery or the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to those who are outside, they get everything in stories. See? So there, there's two groups of people looking at the word of God. One would be the world without Christ. And they see the book as, they'll tell you it's a good book. They don't really believe it's true. It's just a book of stories. But to us, those of us that are in the kingdom, it is alive. It's a book that speaks truth. It's a book that speaks revelation. Now, um, imagine that in an instant of time, um, see, I had an experience one time. I died, completely dead, completely dead. And at the same instant I died, God gave me life. I went to an altar and I gave my life to Christ. And I literally, I died on the spot. And then he breathed life into me so I went on my knees and I stood up and I was a different human being I had a different life I, I was living in a different realm so so picture this if you will in an instant of time you're transferred to another realm boom I mean just literally in a in a moment of time you have been transferred into another realm. You look around you and things may even look like they did a moment ago, but in that moment of time where you were transferred to another realm, listen, you were given the power to heal people. Yep. In the instant of time, you were given the power to relieve people of their sins. Ooh, yeah. Whatever, whosoever sins you keep, they are kept. Whosoever sins you loose, they are loosed. In a moment of time, in that transfer, you were given the power to deliver people from strongholds. Amen. Now watch this. Why? Now we see these things at our church. Amen. We're seeing healings and deliverances and people getting saved. I mean, we're, we're seeing all these. Why don't we see these things all over the place? In that transfer of kingdoms that you experienced, you were also given a book. It's not a religious book. In this book, is all the instructions and promises to navigate this new kingdom that you have just been transferred into. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Do you know in the, the last time I looked at this was probably about a year ago. So this is a year ago numbers, okay? In the average church in the United States, 85% of all the people in the church read their Bible four minutes a week. Because that's how long it takes the pastor to say, let's read this chapter and this verse in today's message. <laughs> Unless you're in this church, it's usually about 25, 26 minutes. <laughs> Praise the Lord, it's where we ought to get it. So watch. So you're immediately transferred to a new realm. And you're given the power to heal. You're given the power to deliver. You're given the power to loose sins from people. And then you're given a book. And in this book is everything we need to tell us how to do these things. You see? Now watch. Hmm. While you're discovering Jesus, it's a religious book. Because that's what religion is for. It leads us to Christ. Amen? That's why some Christians, when, uh, uh, when they get saved, they still think this is a religious book. And they're still trying to be pleasing to God, which we need to be pleasing to God. I'm not saying we shouldn't. But what they're doing is trying to, to be good enough to keep the salvation that they've already been given as a gift. So it's still a religious book. Now watch. But now that we've been transferred to the kingdom, this is no longer a book of religion. It's a book of revelation. It's a book that tells us about this realm that we're traversing here, okay? So let me ask you, here's the big question tonight. As a member, as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, what have you been doing with this book? Hmm? Go, go to Hebrews chapter number four. Hebrews chapter number four. I want to make this statement and it might be a hard one, but watch this. Here's the statement. I'm, I'm just going to read it verbatim. The one who claims Christ and does not know the Bible is destined to go through life believing they have joined a religion where they may never ever find peace in pleasing God. Come on. Hmm? Come on. That's the truth. Listen to Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 12. Here's what the Bible says about the Bible. For the word of God is living, it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of the soul and the spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Let me show you what that means, okay? It's, it's saying that the Bible 
is more than just words on pages. The Bible is a living, breathing, supernatural thing. Now watch. When we study this book, it speaks to us. Have, have, watch. Jody and I were talking about this yesterday. I'll show you something amazing. This is amazing, okay? Look, look at somebody and say, this, this is going to be a wow moment, okay? Have, have you ever had a serious situation that you've been dealing with and you went to the Bible, you opened it, you read something, and it said something that made you feel okay? Do you know what happened in that moment? It spoke to you. Listen, 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 listen to what I'm saying. We are supernatural kingdom people. We have the ability that other people doesn't have, and that's to hear the spoken word, okay? We have been given that ability. So when we read this word, it literally whispers back to us. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I have read this word and come back out of the bedroom okay. You know? Because Carrie, it talked to me. It supernaturally whispered in my spirit and spoke to me. Glory to God. How can we pass up this supernatural book? When I realized this, I cried, Bob. It talked to me. Mm. Wow. This book is alive and it literally whispers to the people, to the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Here's a truth that is forgotten a lot by the church. And, And get this, the religion of the Bible was written to the lost to lead them to Christ. But the rest of the book was written solely for those who know Christ. The world will never hear what this book says until they have the Holy Spirit, yep. hmm? until they enter into the kingdom. Go, uh, go to the left and find 1 Corinthians uh, chapter number 2, 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. And here's the truth. Listen. If nobody ever told you this, I'm telling you now so you know. If you are born again, see, you could could say, I don't understand Jody. Well, of course you don't. You don't know her. I understand her. She says, Ted, you get me. You know, I'm like, yay. You, <laughs> you 
have been given the spirit that causes you to understand the word of God. Every born again Christian, every citizen of the kingdom is given the ability to fully and totally understand the word of God. Now watch this. Here's what unspiritual people say about the Bible. And I've went to churches and heard church people. I didn't say kingdom people, now did I? I said church people quote this, okay? Here, here, here's what they say. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 9. It's way too familiar. But just as it is written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man all that God has prepared for him. Now, let me, let me uh, paraphrase that. Well, you know, brother, the Bible says we just can't understand the things of God. And this is what they're quoting. Okay? Here's a different truth for the kingdom man or woman. Look at verse 10. The word right there in most translations, NASB doesn't have it. The big word is what? But. But. Look at your neighbor and say but. Okay, watch. But for to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. God, watch, 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 watch. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. Hmm. Can you imagine? Hi, Dee. How are you, Pastor? Good, good. Can you imagine... A whole book that lists the things freely given by God. And we don't read it. Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Now watch, watch, watch. Here's the difference Hmm. between the saved. And the lost, as it comes to the book of the kingdom. Look at verse 14. But the natural man, now I want to I give you something here. He's not talking so much about the saved or the lost. He's talking about people that still has a lost mind. Yeah. You can be saved and still have a lost mind. Amen? But the natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Hmm. Watch, watch. Hold. I want you to hold 1 Corinthians. And I want you to go to Matthew chapter 16. Hold 1 Corinthians. That's very important, okay? 
Watch. Look at 1 Corinthians 2.13. Oh, watch, watch, watch. Here, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. Watch. Which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. Okay, hold, hold your place there and look at Matthew 16, verse number 17. They're walking along, Jesus and his disciples. And Jesus said, who do you think I am? So they give him a list. And he says to Peter, he said, who do you think I am? And Peter said this, he said, You're the, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now listen to what Jesus says. Verse number 17. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Now watch. We know that we are a spirit being who dwells in an earth suit. That's what this body is, just, just an earth suit. Adam lost his glorified body at the fall. God gave us another body, and it's an earth suit. So we're a spirit being, and we know that if, if this earth suit dies today, my spirit man, who I really am, continues to live. Amen? Amen. Okay, now watch. We, we saw this a long time ago. Being a spirit that connects to the earth through a physical body, God designed us to receive truth by two separate sources here, Okay? And these two sources are natural information and spiritual revelation, okay? Natural information, now, now remember, is the spirit man who I really am. Am I on the inside of the flesh or the outside of the flesh? My spirit man's on the outside of my flesh? Uh, then I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the inside. My spirit man is in here and he's covered with this flesh and blood and bone body that God gave me. So if I want to know what's going on out here, I use biological equipment, five physical senses to find out what's going on. Okay. My 
eyes are what my spirit man uses to see what's going on out here, okay? My ears are just biological equipment yep. to hear what's going on out in this natural world, okay? So natural information comes to me through my five physical senses. Spiritual revelation comes to me through my connection with God. Remember Elisha and his servant? His servant went outside early in the morning and looked around and um, uh, the, the king had come and with all of his uh, army and they were surrounded. And he goes in and tells Elisha, Elisha, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, Elisha uses his spirit to see what's really yeah. going on, yeah. okay? And he says, to his, he says to his servant, he said, um, those that are with us are more than with them. And his servant's probably going, at all that praying finally did you in, you know? <laughs> We're going to get killed here. So Elisha says, Lord, open the servant's eyes so that he can see. And he began to see in the spirit realm and he saw angelic hosts and flaming horses and chariots surrounding them at, at their beck and call. Don't you know you've got this at your beck and call, you see? So the king comes in and, and um, now Elisha is connecting to get revelation on what to do in this situation through his spirit man, yep. okay? And all the soldiers come in and they say, are you Elisha? And Elisha says, no. And they said, what? do you know where he is? And Elisha says, Lord, make them blind. Yes. Now, I don't think they were physically blind. I think they were blind to the fact of who Elisha was, okay? And, and the Lord did this. So Elisha says to them all, he says, no, I'm not Elisha, but I can take you where he's at. And they're like, okie doke. <laughs> so they just follow him over to the next town, you see? So now, now watch this, watch. So Elisha used his physical eyes to see what was going on in the world around him. Then he used his spiritual eyes to see what was available to him, okay? The problem happens when we don't use our spiritual senses that gains revelation and we just take for granted that what we see, hear, taste, smell, and touch is the only thing available to us. So, so watch. Um, Elisha can see in the natural, but he also knows what's going on and what's available to him in the supernatural. And unbeknownst to the world, that whole situation was waiting to hear the next command. Mm -hmm. What was going to happen now? Okay? Now watch. Hmm. Elisha saw both sides. 
what he did next was the deciding factor of their deliverance. He said, Lord, make them blind. Listen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but those taught by the spirit. We combine spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. How in the world are we ever going to know the things that are freely given to us if we're not allowing this book to whisper to us? Hmm? My goodness. Hmm. Um, Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. So, if my eyes and ears are only biological equipment to bring into the spirit man realm information about the natural situation, if that's the only thing they're for, then my mouth is only a biological piece of equipment that my spirit man uses to communicate to the natural situation what I just saw by revelation. Okay? In other words, my mouth only relates what my spirit speaks. Are, are you hearing me? Luke chapter 6, verse 45, Jesus said, The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good, and the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil, for his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. Hmm? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you. Remember a little bit ago that time we talked about where tragedy was threatening you? Your five physical senses, one or more, brought that tragedy information into your spirit. But you got this book that is alive. Come on. Who? Alive. And you read it. And you realized it whispered to you. It spoke to you. And then you said, no, it's going to be good. Yes. Huh? Yes. And all, listen, all reality was changed because all reality is waiting and listening 
for a revelation from the children of God. Hmm. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Now, when God created man, he didn't say, let us have dominion. He said, let man have dominion. That's why when Jesus spoke, he created what he said. And now, it's our turn. Amen. It is our turn. Romans 8, 19. For the anxious longing of creation. Now watch this. Watch, watch. That anxious, you know what anxious feels like? You all know that? Okay. When that last five physical senses dump that situation into you who, uh, who is really a spirit person. Remember the anxiousness of that? Remember it just came flying at you? This is going to hurt you. This is going to destroy you. This is going to make your life miserable. This is terrible. That, that, that's the word that, that he's using right there. That Horrible, horrible thing. Okay? Now watch. For the anxious longing of the creation, that situation, listen, waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. That situation came at you in tragedy and that's not how God created the earth system. It wasn't created in tragedy. That's why when it's operating opposite of, of how it should be, it's tragic. Yep. And it's coming to you and it's waiting because it's waiting for you to say what happens next and straighten this whole thing out. You see? Bring it into the same freedom that you've got. But a lot of us are still bound. And the only thing we speak to it is what's bound. Hmm. Wow. Okay, I want you to go to, uh, um, we're almost done here. I want you to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 again. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I should have told you to stay there. How much time do we spend taking everything in our life to the pages of this? Wow. You, yeah. I, oh, Kevin, I got all these problems. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Ask me, ask me. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, 
My goodness, everything just look, ask me, ask me. It's speaking the whole time. It's talking the answers all the time. If we would bring every situation to this word and allow it to whisper its words to us. Hmm. How much time do we spend in the ever speaking word of God so that we could literally change everything around us? Paul wrote this. The natural man has no time for this book. Ooh, I'm going to let that sink in for like 20 seconds. Okay? The man or woman that's still, that, that is saved, but still has a lost mind. Spends no time in this book. You hearing what I'm saying? Verse 10. 1 Corinthians 2.10. But to us, God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all, even the de- all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak. Not in the words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, because we combine spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. That'd just change your life, wouldn't it? That would just absolutely change our life. I want you to read verse 14. But the natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they have to be spiritually acquired. Your human body is not who you are. You are a spirit being and you live in an earth suit. Your physical body has a two-fold function. It communicates information to the spirit man as to what's going on in the natural world. And then the spirit man sees and hears the promises of God in the kingdom realm and uses his biological tool called his mouth to release into the natural what will happen next. And I want to say, if we are not living this way, then we're not living in the kingdom yet. Yep. We're not living in the kingdom yet. My goodness. Can you even fathom, Dave, who we would be 
if we would begin to live in the kingdom. Mm, glory to God. Glory to God. Pastor, you got anything? Okay, come on up here and then you can close us up, okay? It's really, you stay right there for a minute. Okay. Uh, I want you to tell a story real quick just to show you how this really works. I'm going to introduce the story and he's going to finish it. A year and a half, two years ago, he came up, he called me and said, I need my pastor. Mm. And he came up and said, Pastor, if things don't change, I don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, he's talking about the word. And uh, so he came to my office. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Which um, we had a situation and in the natural it was going to take us about maybe six, seven years to dig our way out of this thing. And Jody said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to the pastor. Listen, that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. I went to the pastor. I said, um, here's the situation. And unless you come up with an idea, <laughs> there's going to be trouble. <laughs> what are we going to do? So we talked for a while. And he was so good. He said, um, we, he said, we're going to pray, and we prayed, and we laid this thing out before God. He wouldn't let Jody and I leave. He took us to lunch. He said, you're not ready to go home yet. He took us to lunch, got her spirit cooking again, and we called it done according to the promises of this book. What he didn't tell you is while we prayed, the Holy Spirit gave me a scripture for it. Yeah. Because he's talking about using the word. Mm-hmm. I gave I one scripture, the Holy Spirit gave me a scripture. Yeah. And yeah. that became the thing. Yeah. I, in fact, I've got writing boards in my office, and I went home and wrote it on the writing board. So every time I walked in the office, I could see it. Keep that word in front of me all the time. Let it talk. And it would talk to me. Just like we, we were saying tonight, it kept every time I look at it, it will whisper to me, D. It's going to be okay. Just, just do this. Just do this. Just do this. A week and a half later, it was all gone. <laughs> a week and a half later, it was all gone. Because of the word. Because of the word. Because of the word. I am telling you, if you will take everything in your life to this word, it will talk back to you. God connected his spirit in this word to his spirit in this body. Mm. And that doesn't mean we